Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Ich warte seit Wochen auf diesen Tag und tanz vor Freude über den Asphalt. Als wär's ein Rhythmus, als gäb's ein Lied, das mich immer weiter durch die Straßen zieht. Komm dir entgegen. Hallo und welcome to Gegenpressing, die Bundesliga-Podcast. This is the preview show. I'm Manu Veth, he's Stefan Bienkowski and Stefan, how's it going? Yeah, very, very well. Um, it's now towards the end of the week. I was just saying to you before we start recording, it feels like it's, this week has just flew by. Yeah. Um, and all of a sudden, another Bundesliga match these opponents and one with a huge number of important games, actually. Mm. Um, it's just, uh, yeah, I can't wait to be honest with you. But should we, we should just get stuck into it, I suppose. But how are you doing? I'm doing all right. Um, yeah, the week has been crazy and it's not ending anytime soon. Um, I'll be actually heading back out <laughs> tonight. <laughs> um, flying to St. Louis tomorrow morning from Vancouver um, to for the, the opening game, right? Their first ever game uh, in MLS at home. Um, so there will be some content on Transfermarkt. Um, Obviously, I know we have a lot of listeners from St. Louis. This is pretty much the only reason I'm mentioning this. <laughs> <laughs> so the week has been flowing by, but it doesn't seem to end anytime soon either, if you know what I mean. Mm. Um, we're like really looking forward to it, obviously. Um, live football is still the best, no matter where in the world is played. And a stadium opening uh, for competitive fixture is always a, a fascinating occurrence, so... But yeah, it's been crazy. Um, I can't wait to just like spend a spell in the same time zone. <laughs> yeah, I've got a few trips lined up as well. Unfortunately, they've got nothing to do with football. Actually, they're just uh, they're just uh, related to trips that have been planned around Europe. Um, and yeah, it just seems like that time of year where you just never spend more than two weeks in the same place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well. We'll figure it out. Um, you know, it's it's part of it all, I guess. But yeah, we should get stuck into it because this Bundesliga match day is actually really fascinating. There's a lot on the line. Um, we both have our matches of the week picked. So let's get uh, stuck into it after this break. This episode of the Gegenpressing Podcast is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online remains your number one source for all your sports betting this season. Everything from pro and college basketball to UFC, MMA, and more. You always find the latest odds, team matchup info, player news, and game trends at Bet Online. With live betting options, free contests, and live scores for almost any sport or game imaginable, Bet Online is truly the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite leagues and events. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure to use the promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, BELIEVE, to receive your rewards. BetOnline.ag, where the game starts. Yeah, Stefan, obviously the... <laughs> this this uh, Friday match... Um... 
you said a few weeks ago, Friday never anything good happens on a Friday in terms of Bundesliga games. Um, it's a little different this week. And the league kicks off with the biggest match on a Friday night. Um, Dortmund hosts Leipzig. This is your match of the week. So I'm going to let you take it away. Yeah, I mean, it's an easy match of the week, obviously. You know, we're talking mm. about um, second versus fourth here. Two teams who are technically in the title race, whether either of them is willing to admit it or not, I'm not sure. But um, yeah, it's two of, you know, Europe's most exciting clubs. If you want to look at, you know, how they perform in the Champions League this season. And of course, in Dortmund, still the only club, um, you know, uh, in in, in, in in European football or in top five leagues at least who've continued a winning streak in 2023 if I'm not mistaken mm. um, and I mean like I said this game kind of writes itself but I think the really interesting thing for me will be you know how both teams kind of go into this game or how they perform in this game um, mm. you know I think it's understandable if people want to make Dortmund favourites for this tie Um you know, obviously their kind of current run speaks for itself. Um, they have a very good home record, which even precedes this kind of good run. Even when they were kind of quite shaky to start the season, they could still kind of rely on that home record. Um, and, you know, and they've obviously just got players who are scoring for fun right now. Um, however, I think if you kind of kind of flip this round to looking at RB Leipzig and the kind of run that they've had to go through recently, and they've had a few more bumps and bruises, you know, recently lost to Union mm -hmm. Berlin, um, and they drew against Cologne as well. But I think the difference between these two sides is really that, really since the start of the year, Leipzig have had to face a much tougher run of fixtures, in my opinion. You know, they came up against mm -hmm. Bayern. Uh, they've come up against, like I said, a decent Cologne side, Union Berlin, Wolfsburg, who, you know, are no slouches this season. Uh, they've then played Manchester City in the Champions League. Now, I know Dortmund played Dortmund, uh, Dortmund played Chelsea, but I don't think it's beyond the realms of, um, you know, fairness to say I think Man City are a better team right now. And then, of course, mm -hmm. Leipzig played Frankfurt last week uh, and picked up an impressive 2-1 win. And I think it was that result in particular that kind of stood out to me as making me think that, you know, I was quite, I was really quite impressed with the way that they kind of went about dismantling Frankfurt um, without even a number of their kind of star players playing. And even though Dortmund have had the better run of late, I still kind of feel like Leipzig have kind of had to jump through more impressive hoops. And for them to now be only four points off Dortmund and Bayern at this point it's actually I think quite impressive mm. now it's not to say that Leipzig will go on and win this game because they've showed against Union Berlin for example and Cologne um, and I guess Bayern to an extent as well when they drew there that you know they still aren't this all conquering team but I think what we've basically got here is one team who've been bruised and battered by playing the best teams in the division and a team in Dortmund who've managed to keep themselves relatively clean because they've had a really relatively easy run of fixtures so that's kind of what i'm going to be looking forward to going into this match as to you know how both teams perform and having said all that i'm now going to probably disappoint a lot of people by firmly planting my backside on the fence uh because i think this game's going to finish as a 2-2 draw i think there'll be goals i think it'll be really good fun and back and forth but mm. i really don't know if i can pick a side but uh, pick a team between them right now um and I mean, 
I was tempted to go with Leipzig just because I think, you know, Nkunku will be back and like I said, I think they've had more experience in these big games since the turn of the year, but Dortmund do uh, just seem to have this capacity to just grind out results. So yeah, I've gone for a draw, 2-2. Mm. That was one of the predictions I was toying with, um, Stefan. Um, I went with a different result. I went with a 2-1 win for Borussia Dortmund. Um, although I, I firmly agree with you that this is going to be very tight. Um, a lot of storylines here. This is Marco Rose's first return to um, the Signali Duna Park, right? Um, then, of course, you have the fact that Dortmund are on this un, un, unbeaten streak. Um, and Kunku coming back. Of course, uh, that's going to be hugely fascinating. Leipzig did win the return 3-0. Although I think Dortmund were in a very different situation back then. Um, yeah, but I just don't... I just think that Dortmund at the moment, because of their home form, um, the way that they've been performing and the way that they've been grinding out results, I think they're going to just edge it. Um, although having said that, I, I wouldn't be surprised if your result comes true as well. You know, I'm, I had a really big problem this this week with my predictions, Stefan. Um, mm. We were kind of talking about it pre-match, right? There's a few games where we kind of said, okay, well, this is going to be really tough to predict. And this was definitely one of them because I could see it also go Leipzig's way. This is, this is a fixture where, you know, no result would surprise me. Mm. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, I think it'd be a great game. It's a shame it's on a, it's on a Friday. Um, but yeah, no, I'm really, I'm really looking forward to it. Um, and yeah, I, I, I mean, I, I don't, I don't really disagree as much with what you're saying there. To be honest with you, I think it's absolutely fair, and I think I, I just feel like this game could very easily kind of go either way, really. So, and that's what mm. usually makes for great football, and the Bundesliga is very, very well known for that. Mm. Implications too, of course, in the title race and all that. Yeah, it's going to be fascinating great match um okay these saturday fixtures the first one on the list is union against köln i think the big one for me here is is union going to be able to rebound from their 3-0 defeat to bayern munich and i say firmly yes they will win this game stefan because they had a week off mm. which is something that they hadn't had in a while um, I don't think they're going to dominate this game because they never do, but I do think that they're going to win it. And I went for a 2-1 Union Berlin win here. <laughs> you know, it's typical that if we disagree on the Friday game, at least the very first Saturday game, we agree. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I'm very similar. I've gone for 2-1 win for Union Berlin as well because, you know, I think we kind of talked about this in the main show after uh, the Bayern game that, you know, I, I didn't think that result was too surprising because... You know, Union haven't really travelled very well on the road this season. It's not bad by any means. Um, you know, it's they're still I think they're maybe third or fourth in terms of points won at home, but it's a kind of it's a notable drop off from their form at home, mm-hmm. which is more or less perfect to extend. They've played ten home games this season, they've won seven, drawn three, and lost none. Um so that really is the backbone of this impressive season and they continues to kind of rely on that. And if you kind of flip that over to Cologne, who've only won one out of 11 away games this season. Um, yeah, mm. I can only really echo what you've added there and say that I think, I don't think it'll be a kind of, I don't think um, Union Berlin will run away with it, but yeah, I think it'll be a 2-1 win for Union and 
could make for very interesting, um, you know, as to how the table could look come Monday morning. Yeah, exactly. Depending on how all the other results go. Um, okay, so up next is Mainz against Hoffenheim. Did you know that Mainz has never scored more goals against any other Bundesliga team than Hoffenheim? <laughs> I just read that today. 50. Um, and I think they're going to add because I actually think that Mainz are going to beat Hoffenheim 2-0. Interesting. I've actually gone for a 2-1 win uh, for Mainz, but I completely agree with mm. you. They're now three games on the bounce for the win. Um, yeah. And Hoffenheim just look absolutely dreadful right now. They're sinking like a stone in the Bundesliga table. Um, something mm. really drastic is going to have to change, I think. Um, I mean, I guess you could kind of point to that kind of 1-0 defeat to Dortmund and say it wasn't a kind of... They didn't get absolutely routed by Dortmund and they had their chances and you know, as we talked about in the main show, it was a, it was a game in which Gregor Kobel had to really kind of prove his worth once again. But yeah, yeah, nothing seems to be going right for Hoffenheim, Hoffenheim right now. And in stark contrast, Mainz seem to be on the ascendancy. So, yeah, I've gone for a two-one win for them. How bad are Hoffenheim? They're so bad that the owner wants to give the club back. So there you go. <laughs> um... <laughs> I know that's mean. Um, okay, so next, Gladbach against Freiburg. Um, this was another one where I struggled, but Gladbach have no more goalkeepers. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I went with a 2-1 Freiburg win here <laughs> at the end of the day. Actually, maybe it was easier than I thought. Um, yeah, Gladbach have a ton, ton, ton of issues at the moment. And I think that Freiburg, this is a game that Freiburg will pick up all three points. Yeah, I kind of have to agree with you as well, to be honest. I mean, I think, you know, we kind of talked on the on the bonus shows to, you know, whether Daniel Fark is um, job security is an issue right now. And mm -hmm. I think I can understand why some fans would be getting frustrated at him because it does feel as though every time Frankfurt, take, uh, sorry, every time Gladbach take a step forward, they take two steps backwards. Um, and it just feels like one of those really deeply frustrating, frustrating transition seasons. And I think Freiburg, to an extent, are in one of them as well, but they also have the kind of added security of obviously having, you know, in Christian Strike, a head coach who's been there for decades at this point. Um, and. Yeah, I think the kind of key thing to Freiburg this season is that they're very, very good at picking up points against teams below them in the table. You know, if you come up again, if they do seem to kind of come undone when they come up against top six sides. Um, so if that was one of these games, and especially in the road, I'd probably suggest Freiburg would drop points here. But against Gladbach, uh, I think Freiburg mm. are going to win this match. So I've gone for a 2-0 win for Freiburg. Hmm. Okay. All right. So, and of course, that's also a game with title. We we keep forgetting that Freiburg is still firmly in the top four, <laughs> and this result will keep them there. No, are we are we just gonna keep forgetting Freiburg until they all of a sudden first? <laughs> There's like four or five clubs like this who you forget they're in the top four and they drop in and drop out. It's been it's been so competitive. It's been so much fun. Yeah, absolutely. Um, okay, so next is my match of the week. And people at first might be a little confused why I picked this one. It's Bochum against Schalke. It's quite simple. It's the other Riviera derby, right? Mm -hmm. um, and I think, you know, 
there is history between those two clubs because of where they're located. Um, Dortmund, Bochum and uh, Schalke or Gelsenkirchen, the town that Schalke play in, they're all very closely located to one another. So it's this is a real derby. Um, and it's a derby with a ton of things on the line. Um, both teams are in the bo- at the bottom of the table, right? What you do have to, and I find this really, really interesting, is that in in Bochum you have a team that have lost four out of the last five games. In Schalke you have a team that have, you know, as many wins as Bochum in the last five games, but they've still been undefeated in five, right? Because they've won one and drew four zero zero. Mm. Um, no team has conceded in the Bundesliga has conceded less goals than Schalke in the Rückrunde, which just the one, right? Mm. That they got picked up in the, the win two one win against Stuttgart. Um, both teams really need to win this game. And you know what? I think that with all of that in the line, with the story of this being in the Ruhrpott, um, this is one of those fixtures I think that actually going to be really fascinating to watch, right? Um, it's sort of similar to your pick from last last week where you also picked the relegation battle. Um, so Schalke twice in a row now got picked Um but I think that Schalke are going to win this game, Stefan. And you know how they're going to win it? They're going to win it 1-0. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do you know, I'd love to kind of say, um, and, and I'd love to agree with you and kind of see Schalke kind of go on from, you know, and go to strength to strength after that really important win over Stuttgart at the weekend. Mm. Um, but the only thing that's kind of stopping me is Bochum's home form. Um you know, over the course of the last kind of ten home games, Bochum have actually only lost four. They're eighth in the division, um, mm. and actually, if you look at the last five home games, they're actually third in the division. Only Dortmund and Frankfurt have picked up more points at home. So, I do kind of feel like both these teams are kind of getting their act together to to an extent. Um, mm-hmm. Bochum very much relying on their home form. Schalke very much relying on that kind of defensive solidity. Um, and I'm struggling to kind of pick a team between them, to be honest with you. So that's why I've actually ended up going for a 1-1 draw. I think it's going to be one for the purists, to be honest with you. I'm not sure I agree that it's going to be an yeah. interesting game. Uh, but I think it's going to be it's going to be a really fascinating match because if Schalke can pick up a win in that game, it'll be again you know, an, an opportunity to kind of pull one of those relegation candidates closer to them. A good chance yeah. to then end up being level with Bochum and Hoffenheim, and all of a sudden, safety is within touching distance. You know, so huge, huge, huge game for Schalke. But I can't. I just kind of look at that recent form, and I can't see them getting all three points from this game. So I've gone for one-one. Mm. They didn't win the return, three-one. Um, but of course, that was in uh, Gelsenkirchen. Mm. They, I agree with you that the game itself is going to be probably so very intense, right? Um, but the atmosphere is going to be stellar. Absolutely incredible. Um, from Grunemeyer's song at the start to the very end, I, I suspect this is going to be very intense. So yeah, um, should be a fascinating watch. Up next, and this is the final a, a Saturday main game, is Augsburg against Werder Bremen. Um, I kind of struggled a little bit with that too, but you know, then I've kind of gone with the... <laughs> Because both these teams have been so very inconsistent, mm. right? Um, Bremen with three wins in the last five. Um, Augsburg with two wins in the last five. Um, they kind of exchange a win for a loss. It seems a week in, week out. 
Um, Augsburg, huge game for them, right? They win this and they're really pulling away out of the relegation battle. They lose it. They're probably getting sucked right back into it. Bremen, if they win this, 33 points, hmm, you're probably pretty safe. You only probably need another three or four points and then you, you, you can plan for next year. And I actually think that Bremen are going to pull this off, Stefan. I think um, they're going to win this game 2-1. Uh, again, we've got to go for the same result. I don't know how we manage to keep doing it statistically. It seems impossible, but we do. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I've gone for the exact same result, to be honest with you. Um, that kind of defeat to Hertha last weekend kind of really threw me, to be honest with you, when it comes to Augsburg. I mean, I completely yeah. agree with you that they do seem to same. go one week on, one week off. Um and I think when it comes to Augsburg, they actually tend to play better away from home. Um, mm. And I, I think that will obviously play against them in this regard because obviously they're at home. And if you kind of look at Werder Bremen's away form, they're actually kind of a mid-table team in that regard. And I do think on the whole, Bremen kind of have the quality to kind of win these games, these kind of crunch games against teams that you would think would be around the bottom of the table with them because they do have some decent attacking players. They've obviously kind of set up very well to kind of score goals. Um mm-hmm. so I'm kinda of, I've I completely agree with you in that regard. I mean I think it's gonna be a very tight match. Could easily go either way to be honest with you, but I'm definitely yeah. leaning more towards Verder Bremen in this regard. So yeah, I've gone for a two one win for the for Bremen. And again we don't tell each other what we tip uh complete chance (laughs) oh well Um, okay so the top spiel uh, Südwestschlager as they say in German right Um, Stuttgart against Bayern it used to be a big game when I was a kid this used to be a huge game because Mm -hmm. Stuttgart still mattered Um, but as we learned from you this week what's the point of Stuttgart really Um, (laughs) and this is not going to be a pointless fixture for Bayern I went for a big Bayern Munich win here, Stefan. I said 4-0. Um, then I just pulled up the app, the Bundesliga.com app. And did you realize that Bayern actually dropped points in their last two home games against Stuttgart? That's incredible. That is incredible, actually. Um, despite that, uh, I still think they're going to win this game very comfortably, oh, yeah. to be perfectly honest with you. Um you know, I watched Stuttgart play Schalke last weekend and they were so slow out the gates. They were very mm. slow in the first half. Um, they kind of turned it on a bit in the second half when Borna Sosa was kind of gifted a goal. On the whole, though, they were just so disappointing. And yeah. against a Schalke team who hadn't scored in about four or five games before that, they conceded a lot of chances. They conceded two goals. One of them a back heel in the box which just goes to show how open they are in defence right now. And I think Bayern are going to have an absolute field day here. So I've gone for 3-0 just to be polite, but it could easily be 4-5, or five, I think. Uh, I, I just don't think this is going any other way. So it's it's a shame that it's actually the top spiel because it doesn't mm. strike me as actually being that interesting, to be perfectly honest with you. Um, yeah. But like you said, historically, it's always been a big fixture. And of course, a lot of people in Germany will probably be watching it as well. So... Um, that's understandable, but yeah, I think it's. I don't think it's gonna be much of a contest. No, um, unfortunately not. Um, watch it though. Now Bayern are gonna drop points. Now that we all predicted them, they're smashed. That got <laughs> <laughs> gonna throw us an absolute curveball here. Okay, so that gets us into the sudden Sunday fixtures. <sighs> they were tricky too. They were really tricky. 
So the first one is Leverkusen against Hertha. I'm curious what you think, but I just went for a two-one Leverkusen win here. Yeah, I'm more along, more or less along the same lines. I mean, I do feel like this could be a potential banana skin for Leverkusen, which they've continued to mm-hmm. step on throughout the season. To be honest with you, um, and they are again really struggling to kind of pull together any kind of consistency. Um, especially yeah. at home, actually, where they actually have one of the worst records in the league. Um, and, you know, they lost the last two games against Dortmund and Mainz there. So this is by no means, um, you know, a clear-cut match. But at the same time, despite winning against Augsburg last week in, last weekend, uh, I still have no hope for Hertha, especially when they're on the road. They've only mm. picked up one, one, one win all season, actually, in the Bundesliga on the road. So... I've gone for a 2-0 win for Leverkusen because I feel like even though they are inconsistent, a team like Hertha must surely be the kind of side that they can pick up all three points against. Um, and if they can't, then you do kind of wonder what's going on there because they've got all their players back, um, more, more or less. Florian Burtz is flying. Florian Wurtz, rather, is flying. Um, mm. And yeah, they should have more enough to beat Hertha here. I guess I'll have to wait and see, but yeah, I've gone for a 2-0 win for Leverkusen. Mm. Yeah. Okay, so that gets us to the final fixture. Um, Wolfsburg against Frankfurt. And I went for a 2-0 Frankfurt win here. And the reason I did that is because Frankfurt finally had a week off. And I do think that when they have when they are rested, they are a top four team in the Bundesliga. And I just cannot say the same thing about Wolfsburg at the moment. Yeah, so I I must admit I really struggle to kind of pull these teams apart to be honest because you know right now Frankfurt's kind of run on the on the roads actually pretty dismal to be honest they haven't lost haven't won any of the last five away games um, you know we kind of mentioned before uh, at the top of the show that defeat to Leipzig at the weekend in which. I felt like Frankfurt were just completely out of answers. They had no idea what they were. They just didn't weren't even really able to match Leipzig at all. Um, mm-hmm. And even if you want to go beyond that, there's the defeat to Cologne, um, and there's been draws leading up to that or before that as well. So I don't really have a huge amount of hope for Frankfurt to kind of be the, you know, the consistent clinical team that they they have shown to be at points this season, but. Um, I just I just feel like um they haven't really got enough about them right now. I I, I don't I'm, I'm trying to think of other words except for exhausted because that's just the word I've been using to describe Frankfurt the last two or three weeks. I don't think it's probably the right word, but they haven't looked great. Um, and although Wolfsburg also haven't looked great, um, just kind of in general to be honest with you, recently, um, they are still doing okay this season you know they picked up a good win against Cologne at the weekend or last weekend rather um, and I, I, I feel like there's enough about Wolfsburg to maybe cause Frankfurt some trouble to be honest with you so I think it's going to be a high scoring game um, mm-hmm. and I think it, I think it uh, this match day will end the way it has started or the way it will start which is a 2-2 draw so I've gone for a 2-2 draw in this game as I have done for the Friday night game mm. well we'll see uh, I do think that that one week off will have done Frankfurt a lot of good. Um, but of course, um, we'll have to wait and see. Um, want to add real quickly, because we, did, we didn't touch on this on the transfer show uh, midweek. Frankfurt are on the verge of signing Hussem Awa 
from Olympic Lyon. That's a huge transfer, Stefan. Yeah, I, I think so. I mean, we'll have to kind of wait and see whether it comes out, comes through or not. I, I'd be interesting to see what kind of state he's in because I feel like his kind of status has kind of diminished in recent years, to be honest mm -hmm. with you. Um, he hasn't had a very good season at Leon at all, to be perfectly honest yeah. with you. So I'd be interested to see if he is the same sort of player that was getting linked with all sorts of clubs in the past. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, we kind of talked about this in the transfer show that Frankfurt have this ability to kind of swoop in for these kind of, they're quite good at, you know, fishing around the bargain basement or the bargain yeah. bucket or going to these kind of, you know, yard sales and finding old playstations or something and refitting mm -hmm. them and getting them back to what they used to be. That's kind of how I think of Frankfurt yeah. in the transfer window. And this guy's exact uh, fits that role perfectly well. So yeah, it could be a really big signing for them, but. We'll have yeah. to wait and see if, when, if or when it comes off. Great at reclamation projects. Yes, exactly. That's, yeah, you know that's uh, so it makes total sense that they say okay, well, but because it's a free transfer, it makes total sense that they are going in for this guy and say, what's the worst thing that can happen, right? Um, mm. It has worked for us so many times in the past. We might as well give it a try. So um, fits the profile perfectly, um, can fill a lot of the roles that Deishi Kamada is going to, um, you know, the holes that Deishi Kamada is going to leave um, and has has the potential for a huge upside mm. if it works out. Um, so, yeah, fantastic. And a good name for the Bundesliga too, mm, need to add as well. Absolutely. But yeah. Okay, cool. Um, that is the preview show. In the box, um, as always, this is brought to you in association with Get German Football News. Huge shout out to them. Thank you again for sharing this content all the time, guys. Um, appreciate it. And of course, it's also brought to you by Bet Online. We'll be back next week with our regular round of content. Champions League is back next week too, so um, we'll, we'll provide you with that as well. Um, any final thoughts, Stefan? I mean, yesterday's podcast with the amount of questions we got, just incredible. Yeah, absolutely. Um, bonkers questions, silly questions, very personal questions, but it was a lot of good fun. Um, mm -hmm. And yeah, it's been great. So yeah, obviously, if you haven't subscribed to the show, do give it a, a consideration. And also, um, if you don't want to subscribe to the show, why not leave us a rating? Um, you know, I was kind of thinking we should maybe start shouting out people that do leave us, leave us ratings and, you know, letting them know yeah. or reading out what they say. I think that'd be kind of fun as well. So if you can't subscribe or you don't want to subscribe, you're not interested in newsletters or anything else, why not leave us a fun a fun rating? And we might read it out on the show on uh, Monday or Tuesday, whenever we record it. Yeah, absolutely. Definitely would appreciate that. And of course, um, if you do join, this is, as we said, we had 35 questions um just from the stuff stack community um it's a very 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 active community there's lots of there's actually chat functions and all that sort of stuff where you can just talk about the bundesliga so if you do sign up that is a part of something that you are going to get um a part of a bundesliga community so just a little bit something to entice people maybe to think about it anyway stefan that's it um we'll be back next week until then auf wiedersehen
for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. Our house is a mess. Come on in. I'm Amber Wallen, internet comedian, plant queen, and host of your new favorite podcast, Fly on the Wild. Okay, that's pretty presumptuous to assume that this is going to be their favorite podcast, by the way. Like, come on, Amber. Anyway, that wasp that you just heard interrupt me is my husband. And co-host, Benjamin Wallen, also a comedian, and I host people at our home. I have a great wine collection in my cellar. Well, you it's mean cellar. the mini fridge. Yeah, it's a mini yeah, it's fridge. It's a mini yeah. fridge. New episodes of Fly on the Wallen drop every Wednesday. Listen in as we discuss relationships, books, and keeping our sweet baby kid alive while we make laughs on the internet. Subscribe to Fly on the Wallen wherever you get your podcasts.